Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that goes to the cinema every week, sees a couple of films, rates them out of five, stays at home, watches a couple of things that streaming services have to offer, rates them out of five, and then weighs them up against each other and sees where our money has been better spent this week. My name is Tosin and I am the host. I am based in a place called Bromsgrove, just south of Birmingham. And joining me, as always, on the Isle of Wight is Sean Harris. Hello there. And from London, a culture, uh, a culture critic, <laughs> a culture critic slash London tourist, it's Hodley Nesling. Hello. Yes. How are we doing this week? Yeah, Very. Yeah. For me, um, I've, I've been pretty good. It's been a lot of football on. Yes. So, so then the FA Cup. So I've watched rather a lot of football, but I have been a bit reminiscent, and I, I've caught up. Well, I've started to watch a couple of films that I've seen many times before. Yeah. Um, so, so I've, yeah. So, Rollerball and Back to Ooh. the Seventies and Assault on Precinct Thirteen. I've just rewatched them. I, I thought, yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to watch these again. So, Sean, Sean, you shock me. You shock me really? that that <laughs> you went back to the seventies. The seventies is your happy place. I mean, I, I, <laughs> it is my happy. I was thinking that the other day. I was thinking it just so is. Just so is. Yeah, the seventies is one hundred percent your happy place. Oh uh, yeah, uh, no, no, that was good stuff. I, I think every now you need you did need the comfort watch. Yeah. Although the way things are going, I'm like, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get to talk about one of the films we're going to talk about this week and how. I, uh, anyway, never mind. I will get onto that. I'm talking about how I don't even think I have time for comfort watches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I was going to say you must must be crazy for you. So, uh, good I'm lord. Say, I find. The world's so bleak at the moment that I find watching old episodes of Silent Witness, which I've never seen from the mid-90s, to be quite cheap. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if I pause and think, mm, what's more fun? What's happier? Watch a whole bunch of people getting nastily murdered in the 90s. Oh, exactly. They were, they were better times. <laughs> I am six series in and the murders were just better it's like it's like it's like oh yes you know that back then you knew if you got murdered that amanda barton burton would be there to look after you would be there to make sure that justice was done (laughs) all right and and i'd never seen these before so that's it i I, I tend to it's quite funny really how i tend to watch things you know again i mean i must have seen god i don't know how many times i've seen rollable yeah, but no. I and that is one film I have never seen all the way through. No. I, the remake's awful. The two, there's two remakes. The remake remake of this is absolutely. Oh, what I is can't, it? I, it's it's rollerball. rollerball. I it's, cannot. The, never seen that. The, the remake it, is a travesty and it's horrible. And everybody <laughs> says it's just totally horrible. And it's sort of disappeared off the radar. Well, I did, yeah. when I was when I was flicking on Amazon thing, it did come up. With, and, yeah, because Rollerball is like that's the James Caan 1970s dystopian thing where oh, everybody yes. plays this game called Rollerball, and it's a way of it's it's it. I think it, it's almost like a precursor to something like the Hunger Games or yeah. stuff like yeah. It, it so is. It's like you know, it's, wars no longer exist. There will be Rollerball. But, yeah, um, it's quite funny. A chap I was speaking today he goes, "That's because I was saying, oh yeah, I'll rewatch." He goes, "Yeah, I saw that, and he's a lot younger. He's probably probably." more your age and he was like it was really good and very apt for today very oh, apt oh yeah yeah that's what yeah, you said I th- 
I think that there's a lot of stuff that was made in the 70s that sort of like seems to have gone, looked forward, looked forward and gone like, this is the rubbish we shall be living with yeah, in yeah. 50 years time. But the, yeah. there's, there's a lot of stuff. And so I think a lot of the dystopian 70s sci-fi stuff is like, I, I think, and well, at least at the moment we haven't gotten to Soylent Green yet, but no. we might not be far off. Yeah, that's it. Heavy emphasis on yet. <laughs> yes, we haven't gone to Soylent Green yet. Oh, so, um, Sean, but you're right, though. You're right about the amount of football. Like, there's a lot of football on. And mm. I haven't been able to get back into it since Christmas. I just haven't been able to get back oh. into, well, English football. What I have been watching is the African Cup of Nations. Oh, yes. Because it's, um, it's being hosted by, is it Cote d'Ivoire? Yeah, it is being hosted by Cote d'Ivoire. It's been, it's been going on for the last, the last month or so. We, are now, we have now have the final. And in the final <laughs> is going to be Cote d'Ivoire using home advantage which happens a lot in the african cup of nations to get particularly to th- given it looks like they were going to go out really they early. should not even be there i'm sorry but this should have gone home ages ago and now yeah, if possible. they win stayed home yeah yeah it's oh yeah, exactly exactly but it but well actually they would all have gone back to their european clubs but <laughs> but, but but now but now the, the, the thing is like now now the, I have this horrible feeling that they're going to use that reprieve because Sean, they won one game, one game in the group stages. They got thrashed four nil at home by a team that's lower than them, like way lower than them. They got a reprieve because they're one of the best third place teams in their group. Went back in and have one of the matches gone to the final where they shall be playing Nigeria. Yeah, do you know? It was, um, I, I'm not sure if it was a game. I, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I was talking today to. I've got a friend, and and he's been watching it, and he said, he said, oh, you should see this game. And I don't know if it was night. It was. Did you play South Africa in the semis? We played South Africa in the semis yesterday. And he said that. So what basically what happened was <laughs> oh, there should yes. have been a penalty. He said they, should have been, they, they scored a goal, and then it was called back for a penalty or something. I mean, I it didn't was, see it, but apparently it, it was, was it was a crazy, absolutely mad passage of play, and it was exactly the moment I started watching. Where we scored a goal to go 2 0 up, and everybody's like, Yeah, that's it, we're in the final. And then they go, Hang on, VAR, um, you guys actually fouled somebody in the other. <laughs> and, and my brother's, okay, I guess this is progress because when I was growing up in Nigeria, that that goal being disallowed would have been the cause for cars to be burnt in the streets <laughs> for cars to be burnt in the street because we we went from we went from like being we're two nil up we're in the final to 10 seconds later oh no it's one one because because they went back at this they scored a penalty and my brother was like no 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 it, 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 none of that happened he's like because we all saw that it was a penalty <laughs> we all knew it was a penalty and we knew the referee had missed it because because my brother's in nigeria at the moment and it's yeah yeah, so so yeah, that that's that's the only football I've been watching. But apart from that, I've just been like, you know, hanging around the house, not watching, not going to the cinema. That's what I've been doing. I'd rather not go to the cinema. So well, I've got a good book recommendation for you if you want to stick an audio book on at any point, which is Stone Blind by um, Natalie Haynes, which is about Medusa and is very funny and very sad, but really, really laugh out loud funny. Okay, Stone Blind. I will add that because Claudia is the one who does all the audiobooks. I will add that to her when she is doing a middle of the night feed. Which is <laughs> brilliant. Stone Very Blind. Very recommended. All oh. of her. Natalie Haynes. All of her books are amazing. 
All right. Read everything by her. They're really funny and really clever retelling of Greek mythology from a sort of slightly feminist perspective. Actually, looking at the female angle of books, so good, so good, so good. You so know, good. you know when you said re, when you said retelling of Greek tragedy from, I was like, the word feminist is coming up any second now. They might have serialized one of them on Radio Four. I used to because sometimes if I was driving back late, eleven o'clock at night, and it was, I don't know, I might be totally wrong, but it was no, something about right. It was it was from a lady's point of view, and it's I can't remember who it was. It, it was the it was Zeus come down. It might have been Hades and seduced some some. Mm. Girls. Oh anyway, yeah, that would be the. They probably did that quite a lot, I suppose. Yeah, it was a radio. Yeah. She did a whole series of it. That is, I think that's the that's her um, Natalie Haynes. Um, Have they never rescues, thought about making rescues. any movies? I that's don't. Probably know. coming. Be really good if they did, but I think that's her podcast, and there was a really good one that's on Persephone and Demeter, yeah. and it's a really good one. She's got a whole podcast of them. I appreciate we're not here to talk about podcasts no. or yeah. classical mythology. Well, not other podcasts. Don't go listen to other podcasts. Listen to us. Unless you're really interested in classical <laughs> mythology and the, the overline with you know feminism and comedy. Yeah, but but that's but, okay. But talking about one of your previous um, previous um, co- comments, um, Sean, yes, Zeus did do a lot of that because I was actually speaking. I was at a party the other day, and uh, it was. Though I know I've, I've been talking about it was a kid's birthday party. It was a kid's first birthday party. That's my life now. And I, and I was speaking to one I of the other. It was the third per- birthday party last weekend. Which, <laughs> what we Yeah, and it's and it's. Um, and I was speaking to a lady who was, and she is. Ooh. I think she's Greek Cypriot. I think it was Greek Cypriot. And mm-hmm. I was talking about the fact that, oh, yeah, you know, when we were, when I was growing up in Nigeria, we had this whole thing where we used to, we did, a, me and my friends started doing a lot of reading about Greek mythology. And it was pretty much like, you know, the Justice League. But like you had Zeus and Jupiter and all that kind of stuff. And I, was, and, and, we, and I mentioned this whole thing about Zeus to him. I was like, yeah, this guy seemed to just keep coming down to earth, turning into an animal and then seducing the next newborn young woman he saw. And she sort of had this look in her eyes and she was like, Oh yeah, he did do that a lot, didn't he? <laughs> I so, think yeah. seduce, seduce and rape are interchangeable. There, really. There's the the, the best one actually features in um, in Stoneblind because it's Perseus who is the son of Zeus. Zeus appeared to his mother in as a shower of gold. Yeah. Uh, ooh, uh. Yeah, I know that could go many, many which ways. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, the one I was remembering is when he showed up to a woman as a bull. Yes, and he showed up to a woman as a bull, and apparently that was attractive. But <laughs> a swan as well. That's how you ended up with um, Helen. Was you know Helen of Troy, daughter okay. of, potentially daughter of Zeus, born when he seduced his mother, her mother as a swan. Okay, all right. And now, yeah. now let us just think about this. Let's. Just, I'm trying to think. We have people right who have gone onto YouTube, have watched one of our reviews, and thought, you know what? I'm going to click that link that says "Listen to the podcast." Let me click that link because I want to hear some more about some movies. And then they come up here, and we start talking about African combinations, Nigeria making it to the final. These are serious things. And and the feminist take on Medusa. So, but let, let's try and bring it back to movies, yeah, let's and let's try and talk about <laughs> let's try and talk about what we have seen in the cinema this week, or rather. As I like to call it, what you guys have seen in the cinema this week? Yeah, well, I've only I've only managed one movie because uh, a lot of them. I nearly I nearly did think about going to see Mean Girls, but I was I ended up talking to someone and I looked at the time and I thought, now I'm going to watch the football. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and whilst I have seen two, we have already reviewed one of them. I, I have a mean yeah. girl story, but first, Sean, tell us what did you see in the cinema? Okay, I saw Argyle. I saw Argyle in the cinema. Me too. 
Argyle. Okay, cool. So we saw Argyle. This is, this is, is going to be a good review. I know it. I know it. Between <laughs> not, when I say good, I mean it's going to be because I got anyway. Be um, interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what you guys think, especially we were just talking about books and everything like that. And books yeah. apparently play a big part in Argyle. So, um, and um, Holly, what was the other thing that you saw that we haven't oh, already? I saw reviewed? American Fiction, which we have. Okay, what about the other thing that we haven't reviewed? Uh, that was Argyle as well. Oh, okay. So you saw Argyle and American Fiction. So yes. Argyle's the only thing that we've seen new yeah, in the cinema. Uh, mm. Yeah, I I had I oh Sean, I'm telling you, man, it was crazy. I had all of a sudden a space opened on Tuesday night when it was raining, and what I usually do on a Tuesday night, which is play tennis, couldn't happen. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh my god, cinema. I've got an evening. <laughs> I've got an evening. And Claudia even said, you should go to the cinema. And I was like, okay, well, what has people... Nobody said they're going to see Mean Girls. I'm going to go to the cinema. I'm going to see Mean Girls. I'm going to go to the cinema. And I was so looking forward to it. I had figured out what time it was. I was going to sit down, have dinner with my family. Then I was going to go go to the cinema, go see Mean Girls. Then I get a phone call. And it turns out that the universe doesn't want me to go to the cinema. <laughs> I get a phone call. And, I, and this person is like, hi, Tosin. I'm like, hi. It's someone who doesn't call me that often. And I'm like, I was, she was like, hi, Tosin. Like, oh, hi, Nikki. How's it going? She's like, hey, Tosin, you come into the tennis. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you come to the tennis in Dudley, which is like at least 30 to 40 minutes away from me. Right. And I was like, I was like, and they have an indoor tennis court because it's a David Lloyd. So that means that the tennis could go into And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, the tennis, with a mixed team, you're down to play. And I was like, what? <laughs> And I, I, I think Claudia just took one look at me and just went, just go, just go. So I had to go run, grab my bag, run in and go play tennis, got beaten anyway. But no, I couldn't make it to the cinema. The one chance I had this week to go and actually oh, see Mean Girls. No, couldn't, couldn't see it, couldn't see it. So we'll talk about Argyle and we'll have one of what is becoming a regular, it's, I'm still trying to figure out what to call it, but it's becoming a regular feature where one of us goes to see a film, reviews Revisit? it, and one, another one of us goes to see a film and comes back and goes, this is what I thought about the film, you, what, the film you saw. So we will have that. And at home, at home, <laughs> let's see. I know last week we said that we were going to talk about Maestro and Rustin because I was going to watch them both this so that we could talk about them this week. And I just realized that I don't know who I was fooling. I, I don't... Uh, it's it's a two and eleven two hour eleven minute film. I did, and well, Maestro is a two hour eleven minute film, and I, I I just can't find two hours eleven minutes to watch a film the way it was intended yeah, yeah, in yeah, my yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So it so yeah so I I am about forty minutes from the end of Maestro, and I have summarily failed to see Rustin. But Holly, we shall hold you back no longer. You can talk about Maestro today. Well, is there anything else that we've seen at home? Um, well, I saw one from last week, which was uh, uh, one. Uh, yeah, 400 versus one. Uh, 400 versus one. Mu yeah, I think it's called Mushashi the Crazy Samurai as well, I think. 400 so, versus one, Mushashi the Crazy Samurai. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would be happy to do the, the retro and touch on original Silent Witness on the base that I've never seen them. <laughs> well, actually, that's a, that, that does fall within our rules. If you're going to bring something from home, that has to be something that you have never yeah. seen. And I, Silent I, Witness, if you have never seen it, that counts. That's Does it? Twenty-eight yeah, so years old, but so is that is that the one with um with Harrison Ford? No, 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 no. This is the this is the, this is the British Witness, series. That's just called Witness. Oh, the Witness, one where yeah, yeah. the one with the Amish. Oh yeah, yeah, the one with the Amish and I'm, a tiny yeah. young Lucas Hass. Ah, uh, uh -huh. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's a shame, really, that we can't revisit some of the films because I, I spent, I, 
I'll tell you what, Sean. I think we've reviewed those on, you know, they don't make them like they used to, I'm sure. We probably, I think we probably did do Rollerball on a previous podcast. They don't make them like they used to. We probably did do Rollerball at some point. All right, so. I gave up on a shark film as well. I just have to fess up to that. What? Mm, I know, I just got bored. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay, Holly. And, and. I, I believe in mental health circuits uh, circles. We call this growth. <laughs> this is true. I you believe don't. we call it growth. That uh, you you manage to. So all right. So let us kick off with Argyle. Let us kick off with Argyle, which is the fresh thing that we've seen in the cinema this week. And now, okay, the things I know about Argyle are that uh, it's actually this, this. This is actually quite. A, it's even from the trailer. It's a. It's a. It's a difficult film to describe because from what i saw in the trailer it starts off with um henry cavill playing this super agent think james bond with a weird haircut uh, yeah <laughs> so like playing the super agent and he's like doing this whole like secret agent thing and then it stops and they find out that he's actually in a book and he's being written by somebody but then it turns out that this act this author who's writing him has somehow started writing about world affairs and giving like actual real world secrets in her writing so people are actually going after her so a real agent a real life agent played by sam rockwell shows up to protect her that's what i know about this film that's what that's that's general that's gist that's so it. so sean okay so from that being the from that being the setup tell us more about argyle and then we'll find out what holly thinks as well okay so yeah so i guess oh, <laughs> first but anyway let's go so yeah so our goal that's basically it so that's the basic premise um uh so it's it turns out it's a book and you get like these what i'm assuming is is you know the book so you, the starts off the first scene you've got um the Henry Cavill character and is it Cena? What's his name? The, the, the Cena dude. And they're uh, like, oh yeah, John Cena. John Cena, yeah. John Cena. And they start off. So that's how it starts off. You see that, and then it goes to to this lady that you find out it's it's like you said, it's a fictional book. Yeah. And then and so she's she's going to visit her parents. She's going to visit her parents. She goes on a train. There's this really good looking. Well, I don't know. I should add, having good. done. I was going to say, having done no, book finding first, and then. Having a bit of a, she she's had she's finished a book, but has a little bit of, or thinks she's finished a book, but has a bit of writer's block, mm-hmm. um, and she's encouraged to push on and manage one more chapter. That's it. Yeah. Thank you, Holly. Yeah. No. It was the first bloke good looking that was on the train that asked to was would would, would you or? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He was, was a nice looking man. He was a nice looking man. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Holly. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay, uh, okay. We're laughing because obviously people who are listening to this cannot see Holly's face, and Holly just did one of those side eye, uh, side eye, suck your lips in a bit and nod, just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There are, I have seen uglier people in films. I've seen uglier people in this <laughs> film, in fact. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and so the Sam Rockwell character turns up, uh, you know, like a hippie. Anyway, that's... Yeah. that's looking uglier. <laughs> looking uglier. Yeah, looking, looking uglier, thank you very much. And then he's just like, like just like you said, he's a protector of, of... And then there's all this these adventures and fighting and, you know, just gradually all this bit of a conspiracy thing going on here and the people that you think are good people that turn out yep. to be not so good people and you've got you've got all the tech and you've got like I, I expect it to be that they go on the run and then, and then japes ensue like it's going to be japes, a jape it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be a jape 
Japes is, Japes is the word, yes. Uh, and almost yes, kind of like, you know, like a bit of a... Ro- papers. Japes and capers. Japes and capers, capers, and there's there's going to be like, you know, a a bit of like a romance in the stone thing where they they manage to do all this while bickering and being shot at. So, (laughs) so, um, so that's, that's... You've got so much insight into these movies, (laughs) it's just, it's it's uncanny. (laughs) Okay, so, so let's go away from that and let's get on to brass tacks and let's get to what did we think? (laughs) For me personally, I thought, I mean silly and then i thought well okay so if it's out of a book so i thought well i'm going to be i'm going to try and be forgiving here because these things are out of a book you know so oh, yeah. okay so if someone's writing a book that can be fantastical you know like yes these, the people you know, you know my big beefs with the punishment and what goes on yes 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 um and then it just becomes a little bit i mean i'm getting overdone with this john wick sort of stuff with like <laughs> where they're fighting hundreds of people you know what i mean and just like the massive well, the one-man like, army thing. Like the one-man army, like with the, the beekeeper and, and, you know, as I say, there, there's more and more of these John Wicky sort of things coming, which we might talk about something later, but um, <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, oh, come on, I've, we've seen it all before, we've seen all this, and there is one, yeah, there's, there's a lot of silliness in it, shall we say, a lot of silliness, a lot of japes, yeah, a lot of japes. Yeah, so. okay, a lot, uh, because this film always looked like, um, when it was originally, uh, obviously directed by my, my Matthew Vaughn, who did the Kingsman yeah. movies, did yes. Kick-Ass, and when it was originally um, announced, it sounded like, oh, it's another one of those, like, you know, kick, Kick-Ass kind of, mm-hmm. when the first trailer released, it was like, actually, no, this looks a lot, as, to use your word, sillier, and when it, be, and when it gets silly, then it kind of has my attention, and I'm thinking, "Ooh, right. I'm, this this might be my kind of silly." Uh, but and and I know that when it gets silly, it could go one of two ways with Sean. <laughs> I know it could go one of two ways. It looks like it's going one way. Holly, what did you think? <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous, completely and utterly ludicrous. Um, and actually, I found hugely enjoyable. Um, <laughs> of course, you it did. was. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was one of those where there were times like really, really you you're, you're going with this, you you are okay okay that's that's good. and then it just made me laugh again. Um, it is it's a funny film, and it was it was particularly funny for me seeing it straight after well with a brief break for pizza in between um, yay for Anka Manka uh, between American <laughs> fiction. And this, so two films about novelists mm, novelist, yeah. in yes. a row uh, had uh, added something to it as well. So it may, may have put me in a slightly different mindset to, to Sean as well, in that I was, my head was already in uh, books about books, or films about books. Yes. Films about people writing books. Yes. So it was, so I was probably thinking in the, in the right, wrong direction or something, but I found it really enjoyable. And it, yeah, both uh, both Steph and I laughed through it. We laughed through both of them, um, but really, really enjoyed just the pure foolishness of it. <laughs> um, well, so, I thought so, the so acting far, was awful. That is the worst, so, worst I've ever seen Samuel Jackson play. That was absolutely dire acting, and I don't. It was. Care. It was. To be fair, it was not good acting. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, okay. I, I, I mean, all I, of the action. He was, was just. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was trying to make. I think he was. To me, he was like a parody of himself. To me, I felt the Samuel Jackson character was just 
going through the motions. That's what it felt to me. There was no, there was nothing there. It was just like, oh well, what? feet up. You know, let's this is this is you know, let's get my paycheck and let's do oh, it. Oh, okay. This is this is another time of thinking. This is this is like you know, it's another um, Bryce Dallas Howard film where we talk about other members of the cast I, going. I, yeah, wrong, yeah, I'm thinking, um, you know, Jurassic World. Yeah, I don't know if I could get in trouble with this, but she was sort of. I'm going to say the word beefed up. Did you not think? Yeah, well, I found well, that was, was, I found it quite disconcerting, and that's yeah, a, I don't like yeah. to be. I, no. I don't wish to, never wish to we judge on appearances. No, but no, she no. Was, she, she was, was she was she was heavier than she usually is. Yeah, she's normally <laughs> peak as anything, yeah. and she's yeah. not. Mm. And that was a bit sort of. I want yeah, to say dis- it was disconcerting. Yeah. It was just you just sort of. She didn't quite look right because she That's doesn't it. look the way you think. Yeah, exactly. Well, if, you, if, you compare, if you compare it to Jurassic, whatever she was in, the Jurassic one, whatever she was in, Jurassic, yeah. Jurassic totally World, different yeah. people. Jurassic World, yeah. Yeah, well, well, different, uh, different characters, but she looks, and actually that's probably a point in its favour as well, she looks very different. Mm. So, so, uh, she she actually looks much more like a normal person. Yeah, so um, not not to sound like, you know, that idiot, um, that, that you know, but I, I guess that's acting. That, that with the yeah. same person, the same person looks like look, two different characters. Oh God, they can look like the, the same person can. Well, no, but then it's, it's not the it's not the first time she's done that, and she I think for with her it's a lot more about what the character is like. So she yeah. was in the Black Mirror episode called Nosedive. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in that she was like, you know, this character, this character is bigger than I usually am. So she actually put on weight to play that role, mm. and also the same at the same time. Christian Bale does it all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Christian, Christian Bale does it. That, that man has a pathological connection to what, gaining and losing weight. So and for it's me, not I, going to be good for his body in the long term. No, no. So but, yes, me, and I think it was a it was a conscious. It was clearly a conscious decision. It was just, it, which was it, therefore surprising because everything I have seen her in recently, she is this very very slim woman, and she's not. She's just not very slim she okay. just looks like a normal person so it has an element of and that's a bit weird for a film that's also completely ridiculous that you have somebody who actually looks quite like, like a normal person and actually i think that's what sam rockwell brought to it as well is also you know in contrast to you know the the fictional um, idea of what of what this of what this agent what a, is. What a spy looks like she's wishing about he doesn't it, look like he doesn't look like henry cavill i mean nobody but henry cavill looks like henry cavill so essentially she person. she imagines james bond and she got michael kane broadly speaking yes <laughs> imagine imagine no, imagines james bond and got harry palmer so it's so uh, uh, all right so so um how many stars would we give this Brian and holly i'm going four I knew we, you would. We, yeah, we <laughs> undeniable about this. We actually, Steph and I talked about this mm. afterwards, and I'd said uh, three, but it was. But I really enjoyed it. That's good if and you enjoyed like, it. Yeah, so did I. So I think, and we agreed. We thought it was a four because it's a film that's delightfully ridiculous, and we will watch on the sofa on a Sunday afternoon whilst doing other things. And so, only giving it a three underrates the repeatable the enjoyment ability of it. All right. right. Well, on that, after agreeing with you everything about uh, the holdovers, I have to totally, totally disagree with you here. I was going <laughs> to see. So, I mean, I might have to actually. I hated this film. I really, really loved it. The acting was awful. The acting was the worst acting I've ever seen. And I yeah, so you I have not watched. Watch Monsternado, sir. Watch Monsternado. <laughs> then we can talk about the worst acting you've ever seen. 
Samuel was just going through the motions. I didn't, you know, it was just, uh, no, it was just awful. So I'm going to give this a one star. And I will never watch this again. It's funny, I was going through films I'd watch again and films I'd watch again. I'd never watch this again. Oh, Sean, you have saddened me. You have saddened uh, me. Sorry, mate. I'm sorry. Uh, I think that I am likely to be... Oh, oh. Well, you know, I, okay, because obviously I am sort of like housebound and not able to go to the cinema, I am left to essentially review yeah, movies from afar. Yeah. <laughs> not, it, not even adjudicate. I'm, I'm left. I'm left to review movies from afar, and and I'm left to say what I think I would have given it if I had been able to see it. Yes, and this yes. is a film that I saw from the trailers and everything like that. I think I would be a lot more in the Holly camp, but I think I would probably stop at a three. So it's it's um, because it does look like my kind of silly. And I think, and, and I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But depending on which bit of the movie the Samuel L. Jackson character shows up in. Um, I mean, I figure that the two halves of this movie, there's the Henry Cavill part, and then there's the there's the Henry Cavill and Dua Lipa part, and then there's the um, Bryce Dallas Howard and Sam Rockwell part. And I think that those two parts of the movie might require two totally different types of performances. Of, I, I, of perform I, I did actually, I did actually look at the reviews on this one because I thought, can I just be wrong? And it is a total, total polar opposite. Well, I've just seen the reviews. I looked at the reviews on IMBD, and there's one like one. And then there's yeah. ones that attends, you know, and it's, so it, it's a it, 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 it totally does seem polarizing. It, it, it does really, see, it really seems it seems very polarizing, and I've heard that many people do not understand what happens at the end of the film. But don't tell me, I will well, I will go figure it out when what? I see it and so forth. Well, in well, which case, some people are a little bit slow because it's not that complicated. Oh no, okay. actually, the very end, the very very end is a bit weird. Okay, I'll give them that. <laughs> right, cool. All right, so, well, uh, then Holly, you might need to go to the. Well, I mean, you're the one in London, so you might need to go to the Empire Empire Magazine offices and have a word with them because they couldn't understand the ending. All right, cool. So now let's. They are silly. Yeah, we are going to move on. We are going to move on to um, Netflix and Friends and stuff that we've seen at home, and we are going to kick off with Maestro. Maestro, which is Bradley Cooper playing. Uh, what's his name? Leonard Le Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah, Leonard Bernstein um, um, in an, is an Oscar-nominated performance for both him and Carrie Mulligan. It is, it's an, it's been nominated for Best Picture and all that kind of stuff, and it's essentially like a biopic. But Holly, tell us about this. Tell us about um, Maestro. I mean, the, the summary is remarkably brief and remarkably straightforward. It is about the life of Leonard Bernstein, the, you know, the composer conductor extraordinarily talented you know breathtakingly talented man and his personal life including his marriage to carrie mulligan's character and felicia felicia Mon no it's not montague was well, something else but carry on yeah uh and he is also gay or at the very least bisexual and this is all well very well known so this is a you know a good old-fashioned biopic or biopic depending upon biopic, yeah. depending on how people choose to pronounce and it is beautiful it's um the first half of the film first third of the film is done in black and white montalegri felicia montalegri thank you and then moves into colour. I they they have made Bradley Cooper look remarkably like Bernstein, which has yes. received <laughs> so, 
especially as especially as it grows older especially yeah. especially as it grows older it is it is freaky how much they made him look like him uh, yeah and he he is bernstein was i i suppose what one could say it could be described as looked fell into the sort of some of the stereotypical Jewish features category. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of, was a lot of, um, of controversy about the fact yes. that they gave him a prosthetic nose to play Bernstein because yes. people were saying that it's kind that of like was, Jew face or something. Yes, uh, which is you know that was a you know widely debated, but this was very much supported by Bernstein's family. Yes, which I always think is an interesting point when looking at all of these things. But they made him look yeah uncannily like. Bernstein, wow. it was really well done. Yeah. And yeah, it's a it's a beautiful, sad film with wonderful, wonderful music. It that sweeps you away. The um and the the contrast of black and white and colour is quite something. The acting is spectacular. Um I feel it lost out a bit, and this was uh, this was another one where Steph and I did our remote watching together because we are on we are on target for our fifty two films in fifty two weeks, yep. excluding these. Um, but we're also trying to make sure we've been through as many of the Oscar films as we can. Yeah, and we both felt that it was a great shame not to have been able to see it in the cinema because of the music. Mm. And yeah, I can that we- see that. But the the big orchestral pieces, you would just be completely swept away by in a cinema, whereas, which you just can't get from a TV. Uh, no matter how good your home sound system is, you are very unlikely to be immersed in this. Uh, I've I've seen some home sound music. systems that could do it. <laughs> outside the price range of most mere mortals. Oh yeah, yeah, good point. So it's. Which was a shame. I also found, personally, the first half a bit slow. And mm-hmm. I was quite easily distracted during it. Again, given being at home, I think for my own distractibility, I would have done better being in the cinema because I wouldn't have been able to fiddle around with my phone and check how I was, you know, finish off Wordle or whatever <laughs> found thing I managed to find myself doing at the same time. So I think that, given the the layers of it as well, I think that um, that did it a disservice. But it was breathtaking. It was absolutely breathtaking. Their Oscar nominations are spot on. I, if either of them were to win, I would be entirely supportive of it. Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay, so as I said, I have what's forty minutes. For? What's it up for? What, what uh, is it up for? Best they picture? both got uh, best best actor, actor, best actress. Is actor, actress, best picture, picture. definitely. And so after, they are all the. Uh, I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think Bradley Cooper. The the thing about this is because Bradley Cooper's also directed it, and I, as I said, I'm forty minutes from the end of it. But this is one of those things where when you when you stop and think about the fact that he also directed this, you're like, how the hell did he do this? Because his performance in this film, it is the most like. There's times. Okay, Bradley Cooper is Bradley Cooper. He is a film star. He has film star looks and everything like that. He has a whole bunch of charisma. This is the first time I have watched a film and forgotten I was watching Bradley Cooper. 
because yeah, I forgot of, because his his voice has changed to be more like Bernstein. His mannerisms, there's the, because this film it isn't really like a whole biopic. It doesn't start from his beginning of his life or anything like that. It starts yeah. on the morning of when he gets his big break, when he's twenty five, when he uh, he's twenty five, and they call him and they say the conductor the the conductor can't make it, the backup conductor can't make it. You're gonna have to step in. And as a twenty five year old American, he steps in at Carnegie Hall. That uh, he conducts this thing, everybody's like, "Oh my God, he's a star!" In a way that probably goes over the head of most people who are not into classical music. Um, and so, and the way he and he meets he meets with Carrie Mulligan's character, he meets with Felicia quite quickly. They grow old quite quickly. Like it doesn't spend a whole bunch of time with them being quite young. It just sort of like jumps. Which is where you go through the black and white and then into the color. Yeah, it just it just sort of jumps, and then and and I think a lot more of the film. There's a reading of this film in which it's about her and about how he ruins her life, <laughs> like how how it, how he ruins her life and how because and their she, children's lives. Yeah, well, then it's like, well, I don't know, I haven't gone to that, but yet, and it's and it's kind of like, but it's about um about him no, and it this this goes into the whole sort of like you know tortured genius kind of thing where he is great at what he does, but he is just horrible to everybody around him, and if and it's it's like you know that whole kind of thing was like should it should he be indulged because she is in awe of his. Of, of him she's she's like you are have an amazing gift you are brilliant she pretty much puts her life on hold to run his life and he just sort of takes everybody around him for granted like she she knows what he's like i mean there's there's lines in this where she goes look i knew exactly what you were when i married you but you like consider me consider me so there's there's a there's a reading of this film in which it's kind of like uh i mean bearing in mind that this is this is okayed by the man's family but the, i was watching it going He's kind of like the monster, and and she's kind of the protagonist, and it's about what he did to sort of like you know destroy this woman's life and everything like that. But I think I I think the music that I've just finished watching the scene, which is like a one take shot. It's like a one take shot of him conducting, which he apparently he actually learned how to conduct an orchestra properly for the film. So it's a one take shot of him conducting this orchestra and everything like that. And it is kind of like a wall of sound. And you're like, oh my. And you can see how much he's into it because he looks like he's having relations with the music. Let me put it that way. You see what I mean, though, about how you would be blown away by that in the cinema. In the cinema, yeah. In the cinema, it would be. Well, I think some people would find it overwhelming, some people would find it like totally immersive. But it's like, yeah, but it's, yeah, but yeah. I think so, both of those are, would be legitimate responses to it, though, to the, the music and the experience is, it is both, you know, overwhelming. Did it, and did it not get a theatrical release then? I think it did, but a very short one. Because right. it was it, like it, about it two days or something ridiculous. It, it yeah, was because like, it, it can't be up for the Oscars if it didn't have a theatrical release. Gotcha, gotcha. So it would have had a theatrical release, but it would have yeah. been like a short day. It would have, it would have been a short right. day then. It's something that's beginning to happen. Like, for instance, um, you have Argyle, Killers. yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon and Argyle were both they're both financed by Apple TV Plus. Yeah, but and so, but they went okay, go into cinemas for a while, and then you're ours. Yeah. <laughs> and so, th- so the, both of those are going to disappear into Apple TV Plus pretty soon. But anyway, so Holly, just, as, as say, the only by the person, by, it's um, I'll just say it's up for. Uh, uh, actor in a leading role, actress in a leading role, picture, cinematography, makeup and hairstyling, sound and writing. 
I think the makeup and hairstyling one, I was watching it going, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, makeup and hairstyling, 100%. It would be be interesting after the Oscars, post-Oscars, when we do a show, to see what we what our personal choices would be. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely. I know, I, I know what probably mine would be at the moment, out out of the nominees. But yeah, I've got, I would be thus far, I for actor and actress, I would pretty much be happy with anybody winning though, because I thought they've all been marvelous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm giving it a five. I'd say I think it's a really special film and it warrants its Oscar nomination. It's beautiful. It's well acted. Every single one of those nominations feels like a legitimate choice. I'm just really... Blown away. I have to be honest with you. I am... Well, Carrie Mulligan's performance, everybody has raved about it and everything like that. And maybe because it's understated, his performance is a lot more showy because Mm. that's just the characters. One of them was a lot more showy than the other. And hers is good, but maybe because it's a bit more understated, I don't quite see what everybody is raving about. At least, well, hey, I got 40 minutes for her to convince me. So, <laughs> but I w- yeah, yeah. So I, w- I have, I will not be, um, I will not be giving it a rating because I don't think that that would be right. But so five stars for Maestro. And now let's go All to right. American Fiction. And quickly, um, what do you reckon about, about American Fiction, Holly? I absolutely loved it. Yes. It was just an absolutely joyously funny film to watch it whilst also being mad and difficult and complex and thought-provoking mm. as a, a very as clever a, film very very yeah. very clever film as a as a white woman watching it i found it very funny that every single white character and it was basically <laughs> um, <laughs> and viewing them as anything other than that would be incorrect i thought it it did a very good job of projecting all of those things and the patronising nature of or potential nature of you know white culture the heavy inverted commas there yeah. in in and in say you know, what is what is good what is the black experience without you know oh, wanting to oh, stab yourself oh, in the eye oh god there was a lot of you know oh, the black experience oh my god it's oh my like, you already got my back cringing you got my back <laughs> It's the black experience, you know. We can now. It's it's gritty. It's real. It's you know. We it's just we we get you. Like, uh, expletive off. Oh, good lord! Expletive, expletive, expletive off. <laughs> no, oh no, no! It's oh. just it is pricelessly done. I, I think I think I'm getting PTSD flashbacks. But, because yeah. I, I remember that there was once Holly that on Facebook you tagged me in a discussion that people were having about. About a certain word that Boris Johnson used when he wrote a thing. And there were all these people talking about it and talking about... And you were the only person in this discussion that seemed to think to ask an actual black person what they thought. <laughs> and I remember I remember coming into this conversation and saying, like, oh, hey, that's my Facebook profile pic. I am obviously black. Yeah. And I'm going to tell yes. you what please, I think. May I, please may, may I include you as the, as the token black commentator. Yeah. And I was, like, I and I was like, my black friend. And I was kind of like, you know, as a black person, is what I think. And the general gist of the conversation was like, Mm, yeah, no, I don't think that's right. I think that actually, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, and I was like, and, uh, yeah, what you just said there has just has just given me a flashback to that. I'm like, ah! <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to continue to do that to you occasionally, partly because I find it funny and I am a mean friend. 
no, 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 keep, keep also, doing that. Keep doing that because, <laughs> because uh, keep doing that. come on now. Because I do think that people who who do that need to be need something to show them the fact that look, oh, what do black people actually think? How do we just go ask one of them? For yeah. And also remember that no one person is speaking for their the entirety of everybody who's got vaguely anything in common with them. I do ask a Jewish friend of mine occasionally if she could tell me what the entire as the spokesperson for the entire Jewish diaspora, if she could let me know what their official view is as their <laughs> spokesperson. Um, well, she. She values that, you know, appreciation. Um, yeah, so, see, and I know some people complain about that. They complain about, oh, as a black person, I feel like people are asking me to speak for everybody. I don't really have that much of a problem. I th I'm fine with speaking for everybody. But, <laughs> but I will speak I, for every single person I can think of and a few yeah, others. Th yeah, <laughs> that is, I, yeah I, I don't particularly have that problem. I th I, but I think it is a thing. But I, I do feel like if you're trying to figure out, like, so, for instance, there have been times when I've watched certain films. I remember when we saw the latest Charlie's Angels movie, and I mm. immediately had to get you and Sharon onto a podcast yeah. to talk about it because I was like, "There's stuff in here that I don't think I'm getting because I'm a man." So, well, and Raw <laughs> as well. When we watched, when you and I both watched Raw, um, the series. You remember the series? Raw. I think it was called Raw. R O A R. Oh yes, yes. I was thinking R A W. So yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. When we saw Raw, yes, I remember that. I remember and that. Just yes. Like, I need you to watch this. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I'm I was going like, Oli, Oli, I need you to watch this because the stuff I'm pretty sure I am not getting because I'm a man. So it's yeah. woman, go watch. Tyson, <laughs> woman, need go a watch and report to, to me. Go watch this for me. Yeah, pretty um, much, pretty much. Don't so, worry, I'll, I'll, so, I'll get on rusting. I'll get on rusting. So how many? Yeah, stars and so I want your views on rusting, but I will also look forward to your views on. American fiction, which when I thought I yeah, was was superb. I, 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 I'd look forward them. to your views on Argyle. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> I I really enjoyed the. I thought uh, I, Jeffrey I we, Wright is completely deserves an Oscar for it. I, I reckon that essentially what you guys, but I think they're going to give it to Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. But yes, yeah, so uh, do I. But I'm not sure that's the right call. But yeah, is, we'll have, have I, I reckon. I reckon that, that what you guys need to do is you need to come up here and you need to look after my wife and my kids for like for, <laughs> for like a, a day and just let me just go to, just go in the cinema quick. Oh, like, oh, leave. Nine, uh, nine a.m. Our guy. I, I managed to keep the small child laughing for ten minutes on the team today. It actually gave me a headache. The back of my head started hurting because I was busy entertaining this small child by smiling at them. So right, cool. we can so, occupy your children. Oh, thank you very much. So, how many stars for American Fiction? Five. All right, good stuff. Knockout, good stuff. Knockout five. It is worthy of every single Oscar it's up for. I will be delighted if any you, of the, the ever, anything. You, have you ever have you ever given less than a three, Holly? Yes. Have you? Yes. Yeah. Can't remember what right. two, but yes. Right. Oh yeah, Boudicca. especially Monster Nado, which I would give a zero to. <laughs> oh good, no, no, zeros. It, it, no, it was it was Boudicca. Boudicca. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah like Sharon did not. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not. <laughs> there are a number of things. There are things I think are really, really poor. Yeah. Um, this is not one. American fiction no. was not. No, no, American fiction. I think it. I gave that a. a a four or five, I can't remember what I gave oh, it. Was, I thought it was breathtaking. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah you gave it a four, Sean. Uh, and yeah. yeah, and then watch and say watching that before immediately before mm. Argyle was mm. <laughs> really, really uh, fun juxtaposition. 
Okay, so uh, I reckon, sure, uh, Holly, I do not think anybody is having a better Oscar season than you and Steph. Yeah, you guys yeah. seem to be absolutely loving this, which makes, uh, it sound have... as if, it makes it sound as if the Oscars is actually a good year for the Oscars, that they haven't particularly put in any clangers there. No, and we have now seen, I think we've seen every best actor. We're just down on the colour purple for best actress. Um we are just who's nominated. That might be best supporting. Uh, hang on. Um, let me check my other document. As okay, well. <laughs> cool. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, you know, I was thinking, I didn't realize that anybody was nominated for Color Purple. But anyway, yes, you do that. So it's, yes, legit, uh, no, supporting. Uh, so, Danielle Brooks has support. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Danielle and Brooks. And I, stu- I still need to watch. I've not done Actress. I haven't watched Nyad yet. And yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon and Anatomy of a Fall, actually. So Killers of the Flower Moon to watch tomorrow afternoon. Nyad, I'd best just get around to watching it. And Anatomy of a Fall is probably going to be in the evening next week. All right. Um, all okay. of the... Yeah, it's uh, all of the actors are good. All of the supporting actors are good. It's all just marvellous. All right, cool. It is. It seems like we're quickly running out of time. So let us go on to fourth four hundred versus one, also known as Musha. Was it Mushashi? Mushashi, yeah. Mushashi, yeah. the crazy samurai. So Sean, this is Sean continuing in his in his dive into all things Japanese. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, I can sum this one up pretty quick. You know, like I was talking about John Wicky movies. Yes. This is a samurai John Wicky movie, basically. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's basically the first, uh, I'd say, 10, 15 minutes is a, a little sort of intro into, you know, that the clan's not very good and, and all that. And then he has to, this Mushashi has to go and basically fight every other single clan. So he fights like 400 people um, mm-hmm. at different times, I may add. So, but in like waves. So he does have time, which I never realized where he come from. He will stop and he'll have like a drink and a food. And I thought, hang on, because he goes through like, bit like a game i guess they go through forest oh, yeah, go yeah, through yeah, a village yeah. go Makes through sense. um and he sort of suddenly finds these these this this water and this the food you know and it's like do you know what how wh- wh- where's that come from how are you going to know the food's there you know <laughs> what i mean so yeah 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 but that's immediately and it's just this as as he hacks away shall we say um you know it's the same that obviously, I suppose they couldn't get 400 extras, so you keep sort of seeing, <laughs> you know, they're just recycling the, they sort of, when they when when things happen to them, they sort of fall by the wayside out of shot of the picture, so they can, they obviously probably do a little circle and, and come back into the shot again. Um, yeah, so basically, but this is, there is, I mean, it's, it's 70 minutes of one shot. It's like a tracking shot, so there's no... Well, the, no the entire film is one shot. Not the entire film. The beginning and the end is different, but the, the actual fighting scene is all one shot where he's fighting. And I, I suppose he's got to have the rest. He's got to have the food and that to have a rest. So it's all one, I think it's like 70 minutes or something, of, of just one shot of him fighting, resting, a couple of breaks, <laughs> fighting, fighting. Um, so, so, this, so this entire film is just one big fight scene. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's basically, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's basically... Yeah, you know, he's dispatching, dispatch the whole the whole thing runs the whole thing just like well, uh, in fact, probably, I think this might have been a good one. We were talking about seeing something at the cinema. I think this would have been one to probably have seen at the cinema because you get the people that come round the back, you know, they hold the swords and that, and it's like 
yeah, why don't you do that? Why don't you come into him now? Well, I can see you there at the back, you know, but they just sort of <laughs> come around so he can parry and thrust. I mean, I should imagine if you were into the choreogra- choreography of that type yes. of thing, of sword yes, fighting, yes, then yeah. it would be really, really good because he obviously does know his stuff because it looks, you know, it's not like all hacking and that. There are bits where he's like knocking the swords away, you know, and you hear the oh, little, yeah, 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 so yeah. A, li- a little bit like fencing. It's not just yeah. a, it's not just a, um, uh, thing but yeah it does go on a little bit it does go on a little bit and you're like well well okay okay um so yeah it has got some intrinsic qualities i guess but uh it, it's, also almost little, I'll, it's also almost a little bit like uh do you remember the film hardcore henry hard yeah yeah i loved see now i loved <laughs> hardcore henry i went to see that like twice and most people hate it but i really like hardcore henry <laughs> and i love the opening titles pardon I don't hardcore even know what Henry. this thing is. It's like a first oh, person. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Perhaps yeah, you need yeah, to hardcore, hardcore you, Henry. You, you ta- it, it, hopefully, well, no, you might not. You might enjoy it because you like like crazy yeah, things. Well, so. Yeah, Hardcore Henry is pretty much like first person shooter the movie. First person shooter, yeah. That's so, all it is. All the way through, practically. So so you know you know when you play like a video game and people are playing like Doom or something like that, it's all from the, from the point of view yeah. of the person. And essentially, the entire wow. film is done like that. And it's just yeah. this guy running around. I think it's... I think it's Moscow or something like that. It, it looks it looks like an Eastern European city. Mm. Essentially running around and he's doing all this crazy action stuff, like doing parkour and everything, but everything is from his point of view. Yeah, that's <laughs> everything it. in the entire is from his point of view. Yeah, Jimmy, and there's, but there's the dude that gets like, oh, yeah, the, killed and keeps showing up. And keeps, keeps <laughs> keeps showing up and getting... It's pretty much like watching somebody play a video game. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Tangentially, this has made me think I really need to watch Resident Evil again. Um... <laughs> yeah, some people have got issues with that. I don't mind the Resident Evil stuff. Yeah, um, so, you know, but it's it's very much you know it's a first person shooter. Yeah. Well, well, they all are. Okay, and okay, zombies, okay. So I'm well, now well, like. Wait, 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 wait. We're here to talk about 400 versus 1 because we do. if you start talking about the Resident Evil movies, oh my God. But never mind. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll do that later. Okay, so yeah, so 400 versus 1. So so that's basically it. So he goes through all these people. Um, obviously, they're recycling them, you know, and, and yeah. it's quite acrobatic. And I, I must say that I did, it wasn't dis, dispatching like totally. There were bits where it was fencing. So he was actually fighting sword on sword, you know, it wasn't yeah. all. And obviously you could see he must have been getting tired so i suppose that's why they had the breaks for the food and all that but you find them behind you know <laughs> or behind logs behind logs and that and they go and he'd sit down and have a drink and the food and then a load more would come up and they're like oh you know and then all yeah. the apprentices would come up and he'd dispatch them in 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 certain fashion so yeah this is probably not a film for everybody um and <laughs> i you know it's not a film for everybody um yeah, I, I, just, I just, I just, I just, I just saw a bit of the trailer where he cuts a butterfly in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I would say that this started off really, really good, but it just got a little bit too much samey, samey. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit like shoot map, but um. So. Oh was, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was fun. You remember shoot map? Yeah, that I remember shoot That's a fun, shoot-em-up yeah. Was fun, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but. Yeah, it was okay, and I'm stuck between a two and a three on this, and I'm just trying to work out what... So I'll probably have to go, I suppose, for the certain elements, using the criteria we use, it's probably... We get a three star, this one, probably get a three star, but not more, a low low three star. A low three. Yeah. A low yeah. three. Yeah. A low three for... Um, 
Mushashi, the crazy samurai, a four hundred versus one. I'm mm. looking online, and there seems to be a lot and lot of different names and ways you can put this title. Like yes. crazy samurai, four hundred versus one. I look at stuff, and it's but yeah. So it's um, it, it sounds crazy. It sounds fun. It sounds like just stupid joy. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, and even the trailer. The, I mean, what did it for me was the way he cuts. Where they have this really elaborate slow motion shot of him cutting a Stop. butterfly in half, yeah, <laughs> while, yeah. while jumping out of a tree, no less. But it's. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, all right, cool. So with that, uh, we've come to the end of the things that we're going to review this week, and all that is left to figure out is like who is going to win. Um, so who do you guys reckon? Cinema. Cinema or or home stuff. No, cinema. Cinema would have won this week, I think. All right. Every, every take in uh, the you know American fiction. Yeah, assuming my yeah. American fiction rating can stand. Yeah, American fiction rating does stand, yes. What yeah, you, just. Okay, and you would both be wrong. Get out of here. No, 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 bye. Oh, it was the big five for... for yeah, it was Maestro. Five, yeah, for Maestro. five for Maestro and the wow. one for Argyle. <laughs> oh right, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, Bible, the word for Argyle did it. I'm sorry, so you're, you're loathing of Argyle. I loathe it, honestly, Holly. I really, really, <laughs> I struggled to stay in it. I struggled to stay in the cinema, especially with, should we say, the oil scene. <laughs> okay, I might go watch this film tonight. <laughs> I was like, get out of here. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm just a miserable. I, I I do struggle sometimes with comedies. I mean, there are comedies I like, but I'm not. I guess I must just be a grumpy sort of person. Yeah, and this was not a. It, it, this this wasn't. A, this did not have any sophistication to its comedy. No. I, Holly, I'm going to ask you this one because I don't think I've asked you. What do you think of the Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. They are absolutely appalling. But I love Hobbs and Shaw. Oh right! Oh, you do. Oh, Holly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bow to you because I thought you were gonna say, "Oh, they were, you, they were you, fantastic." You love what? Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, okay. Is that because yeah, so of, you... of the eye candy, or because? No, of the... no, no, I just no, 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 no. Really so, so Sean, enjoyable Sean, film. Sean, she's saying, she's saying, out of eleven films, she likes one. Oh, that's all right then. Well, oh, well done. done, well done, mate. Okay. Yeah. I okay. like the f- Hobbs and Shaw. I think is a very, very fun, very silly film that does exactly what it's trying to do, and it does it really well. All of the others, good lord. The, oh. the, it's, uh, it's funny. I, I, we got you. You've, you know John, don't you? Happy John. You know. Yeah, happy I know John Happy plays. John. I know Happy right? John. Yeah. And, and we tend to take the we we call Hobbs and Shaw. Like, have you seen Rocket and Tubbs and all that sort of stuff? Because he, he likes them. He likes, you know. Although he did say, to be fair, he did say, no, the last one was a pile of rubbish. So but... it, it, They've been going downhill for a while. And I, okay, I know, I know I watched sure. the last one and I still don't know what the point of it was. I did watch it because I thought I'm going to, I've got to, because I remember that Sean had reviewed it and said it was expletive. Uh, yeah. um, and I, I thought, I, I will watch this, and I was like, "Yeah, no, no, that was that was fair." Uh, fact, <laughs> I, I, will, I, I signed. I signed out. I signed out after number nine. I signed out after they went to space. Right. I, 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 I cannot. I, I skipped a whole load. And I have. I but cannot bring it. myself to watch the next, the last one. I cannot no. bring myself. To, I am like, I'm sorry. Life is too short. I will when, watch I mean, it when, on when the Fast and Furious movies. When you have, I told you about my. I think. He was he was probably 10, 10 years old at the time. When my ten year old nephew 
when you lose a 10-year-old boy with your movie, you have messed up. When mm. a Fast and Furious movie loses a 10-year-old boy, you've messed up. And he, and he saw Fast, Fast 9 and he was like, what? And that was a 10-year-old saying that. So, I'm sorry. I, no, no, I've seen 10. I have no, I have I no time for that. I will watch 10 Part 2 because I want to find out what happens. But I don't care. <laughs> I just want to know. And I will not watch it until it's free. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happens in Fast 10 Part 2. Vroom vroom, family. Corona family. They're bound to have that slow mo bit where they're walking down steps or something. That's got to be in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, as I say, the one film of the entire franchise that I like is Hobbs and Shaw. Right. That makes me laugh. I've not seen it. I've not seen it. Sean, you know, you know the. The you might actually like, like it. It's a oh, really thanks. silly. F- it's a. It, it does. It's not trying to be. No, it's oh, not trying to be clever. See, I can do. Let's let's be the show. Take himself too seriously, but I think Vin Diesel sort of is just yeah, like and Sean, get Sean, out of here. Sean Hobbs and Shaw, no Vin Diesel. Oh right, exactly. Okay, okay. It's a, yeah, it's Vin Diesel for his own. It's um, right. Dwayne Johnson oh, right, okay. and Jason Statham, who are both Mate. being just Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, and not trying to be anything clever or fancy or meaningful. Maybe I'll give and, that a um, and and and, and 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 nobody mentions the word family. And okay. touches right. Oh no, that's not quite true. They do, but it's. Oh uh, yeah, they do, but in a different way. It's, it's very different. Yeah, way. Different, yeah and it's yeah, got yeah. touches of Ryan Reynolds in it as well. Ooh. So who is obviously always just a, a delight. Um, and who else? And other and thingy. Roll so somebody you, or other. Ollie, if you had to choose between Statham or Johnson. Who would be your choice as a man? What for? We know who Sharon would be, just as a just as a man, man. Sort of thing. <laughs> if you know, or well, I don't know. Is it somebody? Well, I know somebody to go out to dinner with. Yeah, somebody to go out to dinner with. Yeah, <laughs> actually have a conversation with. Yeah. Um, well, my friend sold a sofa to Jason Statham and Ke- um, and um, Kelly Brook. Wow. Said he was very polite. Oh wow! All that's the way right, back man. then. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think well, Sharon would choose the Rock over anybody, wouldn't she? Oh, well, I think I think she's probably funnier. I suspect. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I reckon Sean Sean. No, if you wanted to, oh, if only Sharon was here. If you wanted to make it difficult, you had to say The Rock or Mads Mikkelsen. Oh yes, of course. And that would that would really I think that would have two bits of Sharon's brain fighting against each other. Yes. But yes, anyway, right. anyway, 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 <laughs> anyway, I think that that is enough. That is enough about that's enough of objectifying men. Oh my <laughs> oh, God! Yeah. When will no, you see, men no, have the day in court to stop objectifying them? <laughs> I'm not. You see, I'm not even objectifying. I'm just like, who do I actually reckon is the interesting person here? Yeah, that's that's. That's brilliant. That shows, yeah. Because stop objectifying the intellect. Yeah, but that's, no, 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 it's, it's much better. I mean, that's that's the same. I think if you look at the person as a whole and are they interesting? Are they okay? Would they be good company rather than the beefcake? Same with same with same with girls. You know what I mean? You could have like super yeah, dolly bit, but if you've got nothing in common, it's like if you can't have a conversation. Hey, people need to be interesting. And boring people are boring. Mm. And, and I before, reckon, and I reckon, yes. the rock would be funny at company. Fun, yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Before we oh. say anything to annoy somebody, oh yeah, 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 sure. probably too late anyway. To be honest with you, in today's day and age, it was probably way too late for that. I think yeah. it's time to say a goodbye from me. A goodbye from me. A goodbye from me. We will see you next week when we will see something, and I will try and make it to the cinema. If it yeah. keeps raining, I have a chance. <laughs> if it keeps raining, I have a chance. <laughs> All, right. All right, thank you very much for joining us. Goodbye. Okay.